They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Hey, how you doing everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the Powercast episode 13. And we are going to be recapping and discussing Power season 4 episode 3 today. I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How you doing, Rich? What's up, Gary? What's up, listeners? Cool, cool. And I'm also here with Dana Abercrombie. How are you, Dana? Hello, I'm doing great. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, before we get into the main discussion, I'm just going to break down the important points of what happened on this episode that you guys just watched. So, yeah, uh, this episode opens up with um, Julio, Dre and Lakeisha getting scooped up for questioning. Um, so, yeah, they're all brought in for um, legal questioning and everything based on the case. And then um, we we get a scene where Jamie meets Terry and Terry is the second seat counselor for the case and for Jamie's defense. And um, basically, um, Ghost is telling, you know, Terry and um, Proctor that, you know, he uh, he actually got stopped by Greg. And then they realize that that's probably, you know, where the DNA came in. So uh, we see that happening. And also, um, he he points out in a phone that they, in a sorry, in a photo that they have, that there's a, a, a suspicious looking phone in Greg's room that uh, wasn't there, that wasn't there when he was in his apartment. So, yeah, and I, obviously that's the phone with all the evidence with, uh, you know, to, for the rat and everything for the mole so yeah he points that out and um, then later on we see Angela interrogating Lakeisha and um, afterwards we see a scene where Proctor and Terry are discussing you know with Lakeisha and Tasha that Angela is actually trying to um, break the spouse privilege so that Tasha could be prosecuted separately and that could put a lot of pressure on the case overall if Tasha is able to be prosecuted. prosecuted. Uh, and then, you know, um, we get more scenes where Jamie is meeting with, uh, with Terry and Proctor, talking about the DNA and everything. And uh, we also have a scene where um, Sandoval, Sandoval meets with uh, John and Greg's friend. And he refuses to give up any evidence unless Greg is cleared of being the mole. And throughout the episode, we see, you know, different uh, members of the task force conversating with um, Greg's friend, you know, to try and get him to give up some evidence for the case um, that, you know, implicates Ghost um, and everything. Um, and also, uh, we see Julio asking Drake to, to shut down drug sales in the club. But Dre continues to push the drugs anyway because he needs the money to pay Kanan, of course. And uh, we see the inmate, Tony, speaking with Ghost. And he threatens to, to give evidence to the prosecutor unless Jamie gets him 20000 per week. 
and he specifically asked for that to be delivered by Tommy. And um, later on, we see um, James asked Proctor to to find info on Tony, and uh, and also uh, after that conversation happens, Angela actually enters, you know, the the room to speak with Jamie, and she tries to get Jamie to to confess. And she advises him to take the deal because, you know, it will spare his wife and children. Um, and uh, Terry then tells Proctor that he should get Jamie to turn on Egan because, you know, it will make things easier for him. And it helps Proctor's credit credibility as a lawyer. And uh, we see Kanan, um, you know, talking with Tariq. And they basically have a new scheme set up where Kanan is going to rob Tariq's schoolmates. So we see some scenes related to that happening. Um, and then, you know, later on, Sandoval speaks one-on-one with Greg's friend. And he he confesses that the night of Greg's murder, um, Greg had a theory about Angela being the mole. And that he met with, you know, Greg that night. But he tries to spin it in a way that, you know, makes... Angela seemed like the mole to try and persuade Greg's friend to, you know, follow that lead specifically. But after Sandoval leaves, um, the, the guy pulls up his computer, he pulls up his files on Sandoval, so he's obviously suspicious of Sandoval at that point. Uh, and then um, later on, Proctor gives Jamie the scoop on the inmate called Tony, and he says that he murdered a man called Stelay. So uh, Jamie instructs Proctor to to get Tommy to send the money to him. And uh, then later on, we see a scene where Proctor is in front of the judge with the prosecution. And he presents the traffic stop. He has video evidence of the traffic stop taking place. And he mentions that Angela had knowledge of that traffic stop and did not present it. And because of that, you know, the judge says that the DNA will have to get thrown out. He actually leaves the choice up to John because, you know, if um, if the prosecution still wants to have the DNA in the case, then Proctor will be able to show the video and talk about the fact that, you know, they they didn't um, mention the video beforehand. And that would make the prosecution look bad in front of the jury. So. John actually, you know, he actually wants the DNA removed at that point. Um, so yeah, the final scene of the show, we have a tense exchange between Jamie and this new character, Terry. And, you know, Terry's basically implying to Jamie that, you know, he's just some thug facing the, the consequences of his actions. And, you know, Jamie's kind of breaking him down and, um, you know, basically saying that, you know, Jamie didn't have any any other choices so he did what he had to do and such and such and yeah it's a very tense exchange there um so yeah that's how the show ends um compared to you know the first two episodes um not not as action-packed not as crazy in terms of you know the, the things that happen but there's some significant things there that move the plot along slightly you know so very interesting where um certain plot points are going but what's your overall thoughts on that episode, Richard? Yeah, so uh, I would say that pretty much agree. This episode, it's I believe it's just a character building episode. Uh, obviously, still trying to deal with 
the news that Ghost is facing the death penalty. Um, and we did get to see how it is impacting the kids because I know that they had the picture they took of his daughter that ended up in their news headline. So, uh, yeah, indeed. It, it still had the dramatic element of, of that. So I, I definitely, I, again, I, I think it is important. I believe Dana said on the last episode, it's very important that they showcase these types of moments just to, to for, so that just so you know that things are really hitting home with the character. Um, we also got to see more of Tariq moving closer to Kanan, or as he calls him, Slim, in that relationship. And, you know, again, we do see, we know that he is a very bad influence on Tariq, but I, I, equally, Tariq is foolish for, you know, his whole behavior is changing. You know, we saw the exchange he had with his sister. And I believe I said this on the last episode. I'm going to say it again, that I, I think he needs to be disciplined. Uh, because stuff like that, you know, talking to your sister, you know, giving her the middle finger, stuff like that, yeah, I, I very, very disrespectful. But um, he is going through a change, so we got to see a little bit of that. Um, and then again, just to go back to the situation with Jamie and the tape, so they were able to get some evidence thrown out there. We did see that Angela pretty much was trying to. They did come, I believe that they came to an agreement that they, she, she, she does not want to have to be in a position to testify because of this relationship she had with Jamie and there's a conflict of interest with all this other stuff. So at least we do have the, some of the footage regarding the stop that Jamie had with Greg. I'm still hoping that they will dive further into what actually happened that night. Maybe they can see where Jamie was at when all this went down. But uh, up until this point, yeah, it, not not really, you know, I think the main thing with the episode, as you already said, we got to meet this new character uh, that is now a part of the case as well. And, you know, with the, he, he has clashes with Jamie, uh, made it very clear when he did talk to him that, you know, he sees through his facade. So he's not really, uh, I mean, even though Jamie could be innocent and we all, and we, of course, as an audience know, knows that he is innocent. The big issue here is that this other guy sees through him as, you know, a thug, tough type of guy who does underhanded stuff, trying to change his way and do good things, but he sees through him. So I'll be very interested to see how that relationship develops over time. But that, that tension at the end lets me know that it, it may be some other things that happen as we get deeper into the season between those two characters, uh, if they have further disagreements. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's exactly my thoughts. Like, cause, you know, he was, uh, he was kind of really randomly introduced in this episode. Like, you know, all of a sudden he's, you know, he's just there. Um, so, and yeah, that final scene just goes to show that there's probably going to be a lot of tension, a lot of friction with, with those characters, um, moving forward. Um, Dana, what do you feel? What are your thoughts on this new character, Terry? I don't know what to think about him. And I think that that, is the whole purpose and the whole point. I think they threw him in there so quickly that it probably throws us off. Um, I like the idea, aside from how they introduced him, everything else, the pacing seems to be very well. And it shows that the writers have control of the material that they want to put out there. And everything is not going to be rushed. Compared to the previous episodes, this is more of a slowed down version of things. And I think it's also to piggyback on what Gary was saying, not Gary, I'm sorry, Richard was saying, 
was that um, because of, of the slowing down, everything is going to be set up and we're going to have one of those climactic scenes eventually. But by him being introduced so quickly, it it kind of puts you off of the whole game. You don't know what's expecting and it kind of puts you in the shoes of the other characters. You don't exactly know what's, what's going to go on with him. Also, I want to piggyback a little bit of what um, Richard said about the son. I'm sorry. Yes, he deserves to have a little uh, slap every now and then, but I think it's a much larger picture, and I like the fact that he is acting out, and I don't really see it as being like the stereotypical acting out kid. Again, he's going through a lot of different emotions, and if you look at the behavior and psychology of men overall in general they're not very expressive so by him always tormenting his sister by him turning to Canaan it's showing that he in his life right now he doesn't seem to have much direction he doesn't feel that he can trust the people that he thought he knew because now his father's in prison and it's for a lifestyle that he never even knew that his father had so he's turning to Kanan, who is more of a more of aggressive character because he's looking for something probably to connect to. He sees that aggression probably in himself. So, yes, he is doing wrong, but at the same time, his actions to me are very realistic. It's not that stereotypical whiny kid. So I love it from what they're doing. Yeah, I do like the complexity complexity of um you know Tariq's character and everything and it you know it's a very real situation you know when uh when a child doesn't you know he's he's kept in the dark about his parents lifestyle you know the consequences of that can be quite detrimental and that's what we're seeing with Tariq's character so I definitely like that Um, and I think overall it piggybacks on the message that everything is done in secret Ghost has this whole separate double life. You know, the wife is knows certain things but isn't privy to everything. And the kids are in their own little world. And if you look at the show yeah. overall, it's about that duality and what happens to it when it collides. So I think Tariq is a very great grounding point for all of this. He's, to me, he's like the overall message that the, the show is trying to create. Exactly. I do feel like he's going to get into a lot of trouble this season because, you know, with that scheme they seem to have set up where it uh, seems like Kanan is going to be, you know, knocking off um, his friends, well, his schoolmates' houses and stuff. Like, they're, they're going to be able to trace that back, you know, like, after a while. After a few of those robberies, they're probably going to do the math and figure out where it's coming from. And I like guys, and Tariq will be the downfall, I feel, for Ghost. And Kanan is extremely smart by using him and seeing that vulnerability. So I'm, I'm yeah. unfortunately, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, in this episode, you know, we also saw um, a bit. Well, it wasn't really like friction or you know tension or anything like that, but we saw some kind of. Um, some interesting scenes regarding Julio and Dre because um you know there was a, a scene where um after the interrogations and stuff um Dre is talking with with Tommy and he actually lets on that you know um Julio was in the interrogation room longer than he was so he's kind of 
trying to, you know, play a psychological game and put it in Tommy's mind that Julio might be snitching. So do you feel like these two characters are really going to clash at some point? And what effects do you feel that may have on, on things if that happens? Uh, go ahead, Rich. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, you know, well, we, we saw a bit of this, not just in tonight's episode, but also the previous episode. There is this growing tension within Tommy's group. Tommy's group. And, um, you know, Dre is obviously trying to do his thing with the club, also trying to manage the drug thing. But the fact that he was, was adamant not to to stop doing, doing this stuff, even even though um, definitely shows that there is going to be a lot of tension among all these these guys, you know, and obviously, you know, Tommy thinks that he can control Dre because he does know that, you know, he he, he confronted confronted Dre about where Tariq was earlier this season, and of course, I think he, he kind of sensed that Tommy knows that maybe Dre is full of it. Sometimes he won't try to tell him everything, but he he feels as though he still can try to manipulate and control that. And I, at the same at the same token. You know, Julio and a lot of the other people, they also think that they do have some level of power. So I, I feel that it, it all is going to uh, crash and collide at some point. Uh, one thing I did want to say is that, um, and I believe Dana said this last week, that Dre could very well be a character that is very calm and could be plotting against the others. Uh we do see a bit of that, how he is playing both sides against each other. Even though they are on the same team, he is trying to create some conflict. But yeah, he very well could be the one who definitely has a lot that he does plan and does have coming down the pipeline. So we have to see what happens with that character. But for, but for now, as I said last week, the character is a bit is, is a little vulnerable in regards to Kanan because Kanan does know he has that daughter. And... Um, I feel as though unless he knows that she is safe, that she's nowhere near any of the stuff that's going on and that Kanan doesn't know where she's at, though, I feel as though that's always going to be a, something that he's going to have to worry about now. So he can't really try to screw over Kanan yet. But this may have to come later at some point because he, he is in the middle right now of everything that's going on. And we'll see what happens with Julio. I like the character. You know, I'm glad that the character has taken a bit of a different role this season, stepped up into another, like a much more power type of role. But I definitely feel with all those egos together, something is bound to happen that is going to cause some issues. So I'm just curious to see what happens. And we already know how dangerous Tommy is in the last episode. So we'll have to see what happens and whether or not he's going to be able to keep the situation under control, but I don't think he is going to be able to keep everything under control, unfortunately. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, it, it kind of goes to show what really happens when Ghost isn't around because, like, you know, you have um, all these big egos, you know, Tommy, Julio, Dre, and, like, you know, there's no one there to kind of be the gel to, to hold them together. So it seems like they're kind of playing off against each other a little bit and things are going to get chaotic in that regards. Um, Dana, do you have any thoughts on um, on that between, you know, Julio, Dre and the Tommy situation? I just want to say that I'm declaring it right now that I'm right. Dre <laughs> is slowly putting in those little whispers to Tommy 
and Tommy's going to run around and start being reckless. And then he's, Dre is going to do it to everybody else. And so everyone else is going to be battling everybody all at the same time. And they're going to be distracted with each other so that Dre can come and rise to the top. He will literally be the last man standing. So I was right about that. And we're starting to see that now. And I am so frustrated that Tommy is so stupid to not actually realize this. He's, he's playing this really one-dimensional, like how much of an idiot can you be to actually keep, you know, he's, he's, he, he just, he reacts too much. He doesn't think. To me, I don't really see him as much as a thinker that much. And that is why he's really easy to be manipulated right now. So yeah, I don't exactly seeing him getting any smarter unless somehow someone steps in from, from the outside and is able to put it all together and to tell Tommy before in advance. But Tommy's dumb. I'm sorry. So Tommy is is going to basically be that puppet to Dre and not even know it. So I think it's genius. It's great on his end. Tommy is just stupid. And it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. But I think that storyline itself is going to be very straightforward. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, actually, because when you really think about it, Dre is kind of like a mini ghost in the making, like, you know, a mini James St. Patrick, because, you know, he's a street dude, but now he's kind of crossed over and he's he's running the club right now and everything. So it's like he kind of is a mini ghost when you think about it. Um, and he does have quite a bit of um, he's in like a very good position right now because he has influence in the drug game that's going on and he's running the club completely right now. So, it, yeah, it's interesting to see Dre, Dre's character play out. Go ahead. And I have a, I have a random theory. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> the mysterious prisoner who knows Ghost may have been yeah. a setup from Dre. Woo! Woo! That's, that's it. I was actually going to get to the inmate next, so elaborate on that. I just feel that in order to keep Ghost distracted right now, even though he's in prison and that in itself is an isolation, but to keep him truly distracted, why not? I don't know still how this guy is related, but why not get this guy, or even if he is blood related, contact him, you know, the guy's already in prison, and somehow have them hash it out between Ghost and this mysterious guy. And then that way, while he's being distracted, I don't know, with his memories of their relationship, however it plays out, Dre is busy taking over the outside and the underworld. So that by the time it- if Ghost gets released, he's too busy to realize what exactly happened so they can ambush him. Yeah, it's it's an interesting theory, but um, we did get a scene last week with with Tony, the inmate, and you know he was talking to his lawyer, and he was trying to find out more information about you know um, James St. Patrick and stuff. So I don't know about that because like you know he was if if Dre was the one to plant him, then surely he would have gave him all that information. No, no one. No, Dre could be extremely smart. 
and you can't find the information until it's too late. Don't don't knock mm -hmm. Dre. Don't knock what people will do. It could <laughs> it could be it could work. Yeah, I mean anything's a possibility at this point. But um, getting on Tony the inmate, so we uh we find out he's. He's uh, apparently part of this guy's murder, this um, super gangster or whatever, this kingpin. Um, he was a part of his murder and, you know, Jamie's asking about that. And um, obviously Tony, you know, he's trying to blackmail Ghost at this point to get the money for his wife. So, like, how do you feel like this situation is going to play out? Because now we have Jamie trying to get information on Tony. He's agreed to pay at the moment. But, you know, how, how do you think this whole thing is going to play out? And why is Tony asking for Tommy to deliver the money? I mean, I guess this plays into the theories we were talking about last week as well. But um, go ahead, Rich. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, I, I just think that the whole reason all of this is going down is definitely to just see, maybe to get a confirmation to see who this Tommy character is. Uh, he, I mean, he has, he hasn't really, uh, I don't think he's ever really seen the character. So it, this is just, uh, maybe there are others that know him that he think might know Tommy. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure, uh, about that particular aspect, but just to answer the original question of how he thinks that he knows him, um, or what, or, or rather why this, all of this is going down or how we think Ghost is going to deal with it. Uh, I know a lot of people had confidence in the beginning before this season started that, oh yeah, Ghost will get out of jail immediately. He'll get out of jail in like the first episode, maybe the second episode. Uh, I'm confident that he'll eventually get down to, now that he knows that this guy was involved in a murder, he may try to blackmail that guy in return and, you know, pretty much clear himself of that responsibility. I think that's, that's possible. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's too hard to really tell how the situation is going to go. But I don't really think Ghost, I think that that is the least of his concern at the moment. The bigger issue is him trying to clear his name and get out of this case trial, get off uh, death row at the, at the current moment. So I feel like all this other little stuff is not really, not really something that's going to be a little too much of a strain, of a strain. But, you know, we'll have to see what happens uh, as things progress with the storyline. Um, one other quick thing I wanted to say before you move on to Dana, though, what she said about uh, Dre potentially being involved or connected to that other guy. I mean, I think I think anything is possible with the storyline. Uh, but I, I, I would say I would not rule out that if that this guy could be connected to some of the other characters. Uh, whether it is jukebox or even Kanan to a degree. Um, only, you know, and, and maybe it could be something where, as you know, we know that jukebox is a cop, uh, you know, obviously. But what's to say that maybe she didn't bring him in? She didn't arrest him and bring him in. You know, what I'm basically just saying is that these characters are somewhat connected. Not just the, the fact that Tommy is connected to this, this, this character. But he, he, he could be connected to other characters. So I like the theory that he could be connected to other characters. We have to see, though. But obviously, Dre definitely, something will happen with Dre's character. Because, again, 
from a, from a person that's looking on the outside at the situation, all the only indication I've seen so far is that this is a character that is pretty much in the middle right now. That's how they want it to be perceived by the viewer. He's in the middle. He's he's in a very tight bind. But again, he could be smarter than that. We just have to see how the storyline progresses and see what ultimately happens when he has to make a choice. But good theories, but we have to see how everything pans out. Yeah, what I'm thinking with Tony as well is that, you know, clearly this guy's been involved with the mob, you know, like, you know, Italian mafia or whatever. So, like, and we know that that's a powerful organization when it comes to crime, you know. Um, I feel like maybe he could even orchestrate some moves to where they interfere with the drug trade, you know, and um, maybe even take it over, you know, like, I think that's possibly something that could happen down the line maybe perhaps especially with Tommy being involved in this situation now with him having to um you know deliver the drugs and stuff uh, the, the money and stuff so yeah I feel like that could be a possibility to where you know um Tony gets involved in the drug trade but, um, yeah that's very likely we'll very good point yeah uh so Dana any thoughts on you know Tony and uh what how things played out this episode with with him? Well, in regards to the whole blackmailing situation, I don't think he should give into blackmailing because once you do that, it never goes away. It just opens you up to more and more, basically more blackmail. Um, I kind of liked your theory with the whole mob thing and Tommy's now being, you know, going to have to be used by the by this new, like the, the mob basically and I do I never thought about it before but having some sort of like a drug war with the like rival different drug wars with this season would be great and again it goes to show Tommy's not gonna make out of make this out alive at all so you don't you don't think he's making it out alive no it's just what you mean do you mean this season or like in the end end in this season, I mean, if 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 it's the possibility that you're saying where there could be some type of drug war situation going on, mm-hmm. I don't really see him making it out. And plus, he's stupid. <laughs> so, no, but I think that it could. It will have some type of. Oh, when Ghost does give it out, or if he does get out. It, he will be so confused about everything. The real start thing I'm looking forward to is how Ghost will react to everything if he's free. Right now, that's not his priority. Yeah, exactly. But I yeah. think that it, that's not his pri- anything. Literally, it could be a drug war. It could be somebody, you know, a crackhead shooting up everyone. That's not his priority. His priority is getting out of prison and being free and being with his family. Which is a whole nother dynamic in itself right there with the relationship that he has now with how the family is going to treat him. But I don't see any, Tommy's just stupid. I, I, I have no feelings for Tommy at this yeah. point. And it could also be interesting if Dre is the one who is somehow manipulating the whole drug war thing. Never count out Dre. Yeah, we can't count him out. He seems somewhat calculated, so 
he could be pulling some strings for he's sure. Than but which doesn't really say much, but he's smart. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And you know, now that you mentioned, you know, Jamie getting out like and finding things in a mess, I, f- I feel like one of two things might happen when um, Jamie finally, well, if and when he finally gets out. Um, I feel like either he's going to be in such bad shape because like, you know, after this case, he's probably not going to have a lot of money left, you know, to stand on because um, they probably would have seized all his money, his assets. They might shut down the club maybe or bar him from being involved in the club completely. Um, and, you know, I feel like a lot of stuff is going to be messed up for Jamie if and when he gets out. So he might then want to get back into the drug game to, you know, keep himself afloat. But things are going to be so messed up from, you know, everything that's happened that he's probably going to have to try and fix a lot of stuff and start from from scratch, basically. Or I feel like if he does get out, I feel like um, Tommy and maybe Julio and the other guys, I feel like their lives are going to be in danger from what's happening in the drug trade and Jamie is going to have to try and save them somehow so yeah I feel like there's going to be a lot for for Jamie to address and face if and when he does make it out and I don't think it's going to be you know as simple as him um, just coming out and... a... sorry no okay, carry on do you think that this could have such a huge impact on him that he may not want to return back to the drug, drug page the drug trade in uh, such a large capacity because he has more I feel like he, he has the game he probably doesn't have a choice though like because I don't know if it's, it's probably not going to be so easy for him to reclaim the club I don't know like that's just me thinking because um, I mean it, it feels like this case is going to rip him apart completely like family wise and professional wise and you know his name is going to be dirty after this like even if he beats the trial people are probably going to associate him with a cop's murder and um they probably won't want to work with him on a professional level like we saw him make that deal at the end of last season with um karen i don't feel like that's going to be in place anymore you know if he gets out so i feel like at some point he may not have a choice he may have to kind of go back to the the crime life and especially with Kanan floating around, like we don't know what's going to happen with that. We don't know if Kanan's going to be revealed at some point, and you know, if and when he is revealed, or if and when he is a direct threat, Jamie's going to have to handle that as well. So um, I feel like he's he's going to be forced back into a life of crime. I think this is all very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, the harsh reality. Well, Gary. Now he's gonna. Be- well, Gary, you you, 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 all you have to do is say that he, he basically has become his name, Ghost, because now <laughs> he has to disappear in into a life. You know, he had a, a great life where he had the club, he had the woman that he wanted, and he had his side. Yeah, he, and he had he had his wife also. So, uh, you know, he tried to have it all. But uh, you know you can't have it all in this in this world like that without there being some consequences. So yeah, he, it's definitely going to be rough for him once this trial is over. There ain't no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, man. Like it seemed like because it seemed like the first half of um uh, or the first few episodes really of season three, it was kind of Jamie living his perfect life because like you know he was with Angela, he was running the club, he was out of the drugs and everything. But that quickly changed, you know. That quickly turned around. So yeah, I feel like he's not going to be able to escape the, the the life of crime, and that's just the sad reality of it, I guess. Um, and I guess that kind of, you know, ties into what Terry was saying, where, you know, his, the consequences of his actions, that's, you know, that's what's taking place here. Um, even though I think Terry is a coon, but yeah, um, there's some truth to what he said there. Oh, wait a second. (laughs) So, so, so why, so what what are your issues with, with Terry, uh, exactly? (laughs) Uh, my issue with him is like, how are you just gonna assume that you know he did it like you know he he's he's walking in there like he knows everything you know just because he has a privileged lifestyle you know he was able to to get the money to go to school get his law degree pass the bar exam whatever like you know you can't just walk in there and judge the man like you're, you're hired to defend this man no. so why are you making judgments about him like That's you know so I, no huh? never classism yeah i have yeah, that's it. exactly what he's doing there are plenty but, of like, people who even defend those who are like oh yeah i'm better than him but it's, it's not like you've been hired to defend this man what who are it you to judge matter. Him? Like, people, they may be hired because of the money but true how you really think and your morals of certain things exactly are way that's separate. why that's why he's a coon though because like he's willing to you know just shit on <laughs> a, another brother for the money no no money. he has bills to pay is he not supposed to eat yeah he is i'm not knocking that like he's got a job he's got a good job and everything but like he should be humble he should be proud no. for, for the lifestyle no. that he has okay. and he this... should respect he should respect the person he's defending no especially no. especially because it's another brother and no, this is exactly why he acts this way because it's another brother. There are ex- people who are who are minorities who look down at other minorities who have not made it as successful as them. They view themselves as well. If I can do it, he can do it. He views him as the other. I'm not associated with him, and that breaks down everything with classism within the own African American community. That, I love that they incorporated that. I mean, yeah, I like yeah. that they incorporated. I, I like, don't get me wrong. I like that they incorporated it in the show because it's very real and that does happen. But I'm just saying, I don't like it. Like, I don't like, you know, well, yeah, him but, doing that. But I like that. I like that it's in the show, though. But that's not the thing to nitpick over. I'm not nitpicking. I'm just saying I don't like his character. That's all. It's okay to not like a character. Yeah, no, it's okay to not like the character, but yeah. Because the thing is, I like I like shows that don't have likable characters. To be honest, like because it it tells a real story. So you like him because you don't like him. No, I like the show because I don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) But you secretly like the character because it's complex like that. No man, he he's uh he's bad and bougie without the bad part. He's just bougie. He's bougie. Oh. That's what he is. 
Oh yeah, the the the, the complex characters are definitely necessary to. Uh, it really add, it adds it, it gives them a little bit more visibility. You know, shows some of their human side to be vulnerable to certain things, and then it shows just gives you different perspectives of how they are, uh, whether it's good or bad. But yeah, the, the yeah. character the character exists to to challenge Jamie to try to get him to understand that you have to. You know, like when you go in front of the judge or whatever, this goes to trial. You, you need to be ready for this. So I guess it's a little bit of tough love, but yeah, the character is a bit of a uh, you know uptight. Um, maybe thinks that he is better to some degree, but yeah, I guess uh, this is I guess this is needed though. Again, to remind Jamie that listen, you know, you're in this situation now. You need my help, so you have to cooperate with me, but you also have to deal with the way that I treat you as well um, and just have to see how you deal with everything but we'll see what happens but could you also not view it in the, view it in the sense of he sees this other brother this African American guy yeah. who has opportunities and instead he decided to be a drug kingpin but that's yeah. the whole point that was Jamie's point it's he didn't have different. opportunities that Jamie's yeah, point was that he he didn't have those opportunities. He, he like he had no parents. But somehow, through some way, there are people who can succeed in the exact same environment. But instead, but, 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 that stereotype that overall brings down the African American community. So therefore, there that could be that bougie resentment that he has towards him. Okay, but the way I see it is like. This guy, he had opportunities, he had support, you know, he had his parents, you know, he had people to support him through his studies and everything. Jamie didn't have that, but we know that Jamie now wants to get out of the life of crime and go legitimate. So he just went a different way. He used what was available to him to get to the same point in his life where he wants to just be a decent human being. He he just had to go about it a different way. There are plenty of people who were in Jamie's shoes who did not take that route, and they still exactly, yeah. And and those those are the you know those are the ones who deserve to to rot in prison because they didn't change up their life, you know. And there were ones who did change up their lives and didn't choose the drug path at all. And you got to remember that Jamie's innocent; he didn't commit the crime that he's being convicted for. But he committed so many other crimes. So, yeah, yeah. He's innocent in that aspect, but he's really not. So you know what that guy? I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that Jamie's innocent at all, but like, <laughs> I don't know, he, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve those judgments that are being thrown at him because he's actually trying to change. So. Yeah, well, but how long did it take him to actually change? He wasn't changing before you know people started being killed. He changed after the fact that he has a death penalty and now he's realizing his own mortality and what he's done to his family. He, uh, he tried to change before that. Yeah, but if you really wanted to change, you could change, but he didn't change. He didn't fully change. Yeah, uh, well, we'll agree to disagree there, but I, I am interested in hearing what the, the people listening think of that because it's a very real argument and I like that we had it as well. Um, and, you know, with, with Terry, like, I think I'm more so scared that he's going to mess up the case somehow as well. Like, I'm scared that he's going to mess it up for Jamie somehow. So that's another well, thing. That's another reason why I don't particularly like him. 
well, well, there's another way to look at that also because it, 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 I mean, they did mention that he is a very well-known uh, lawyer, so his career and reputation is on the line also. So I, I feel as though he does definitely have to test Jamie and make sure that listen, you know, you if you if you mess this up, we we both look bad, so. I'm going to put you through through the ringer and make sure that you are ready for this. Uh, that's one of the positive ways to look at the situation. But uh, yeah, I am interested in hearing what what the, what the people think about this particular topic because you know. Yeah, but before we uh, end off that that uh, discussion, I want to get what what you think of that, Rich. What you think of that whole argument that we just had? Well, uh, you know, I I just think that. Um, I have to agree that it, I am glad they put it in the show. I mean, I'm glad they put a lot of this stuff in the show because it makes it a lot more realistic. You know, we do know that there's a lot of situations where, you know, a lot of black people do put each other down. Uh, they would think some some are a certain way, you know, and they treat them a certain way. So I understand that dynamic. Um, I I just think, you know, and right now that this is this character is he just wants to test Jamie. Uh we yes we we know his characters he did not kill Greg but he is guilty of other things that he has done he just uh you know took a different path and and it's not really I mean I mean I think the whole thing about whether or not it's his fault that I think that is subject to anyone can 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 say it, it either is or isn't his fault but you know I do I do believe what you said Gary is true you know obviously in life he took a, a different path. Uh, we don't really know the severity of why he took that path. Like, we don't really know if he had a father, if the father went out of his life, or if he was also had a bad influence. Well, we do know Kanan definitely was a bad influence. Uh, at any point, he could have maybe walked away from that relationship and tried to do something positive and constructive with his life. But again, we don't really know the severity of how his past was because they didn't really dive deep into that. Well, you know, we didn't get any flashbacks of ghosts as a kid to see how things were. So we don't know that. We do know he could have took, taken some other paths, but we don't. But again, unless you were in that situation, it's hard to really determine whether or not he could have taken that path. All we know is that he did what he had to do. Now he's trying to get out of the game. Um, and it's good that he is trying to make the changes. But we already know that whenever you are associated with something negative, sooner or later, you have to face that again one way or another. And most most of the times it is as a test. So I do think that while he did not commit the crime, I think uh, some of the questioning and breaking it down, yeah, some of that stuff is needed for the character to really get, you know, something to happen to the character. Because again, and I, I really don't think that they would kill off Ghost unless, of course, the show was over because that would make no kind of sense. Uh, so, but you do have to show because... If you think about every season before this one, Ghost is just always, you know, he's been portrayed as always being a step ahead of everything that's going on. And then we started to see that fall apart last season. So you have to see the character does have to pay in some one way or another. So I, I just think all of this is used to build him up, to get him ready for the case. Because again, this other guy, Terry, his reputation is on the line as well if he doesn't do a good job. So... I think this character is just trying to break him down. But ultimately, as I said, uh, I just think that this whole situation is an interesting conversation. It can go either way. 
I'm glad that they put it out there because this is stuff that people deal with on a regular basis in different circles. So um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what others have to say about it. I, I, I'm not really sure uh, where I stand on this particular argument at the moment. I, I, I can see positives and negatives on both sides, but uh, we'll see what happens. That's fair enough. Yeah. We'll see. It's fair play. But yeah, I, I like that we had that discussion though. But um, the last uh, topic I wanted to touch on was, uh, you know, about Greg's friend who was, you know, kind of brought into the show. Now, we know that, you know, Greg, last season, Greg had um, different conversations with this this guy and um now i guess the prosecution is trying to use him and whatever evidence and insight he has to incriminate you know um jamie and tommy further so um it's interesting that he's been brought back into it and um he alludes that there's a scene in there where um member of the, the prosecution team the task force i can't remember his name i always forget his name but he visits the judge and he says hypothetically if we had an audio that you know um incriminates um james st patrick and tommy for the murder of lobos um you know how would that play in court considering that it's through an illegal ci so Basically, he wanted to use that evidence under an illegal CI, and the judges he isn't having any any of it. Like he doesn't want that to play in his court because you know if it's if it's a CI that's not registered on the books, then you know it's gonna it's gonna be total chaos to bring that into the case. But yeah, like the emergence of Greg's friend, this character is a big deal, um, and he obviously knows some things that may you know even lead to sandoval being exposed so how do we feel things are going to play out with his character and um how significant is he going to be to the case moving forward do you think um do you have any thoughts on that dana you're muted by the way. oh sorry um uh I don't know, honestly, but I do think that by posing that hypothetical question, we can end up seeing a lot of things from the past come up again, and I I don't really know, because it was something that I really wasn't expecting as well, but I I do, mm, I don't know, I can't... Yeah, it was was unexpected. But it's it's definitely going to come back up. Again, and I like how yeah. you posed that question. It gave you a lot to think about, and whether or not they'll fully plan on doing it out. Because I think there's a lot that's going to happen this season. It could end up happening for next season. It's just a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of loose threads, you know. Uh, there's a lot of and different. If we um... everything up in this one season, what exactly are we going to look forward to by the, the next season? That's a good point. Rich, you got any thoughts on that? On uh, you know, Greg's friend and everything and how that might play out? Uh I don't see things ending well for Greg's friend because uh it's a matter of well he, he is trying to build the case against Tommy and Ghost. 
He also wants to get Greg's name cleared as, you know, in, in, in the whole situation. But I, I just feel like it's, it's a very dangerous situation for him to be in because, you know, if the wrong people find out about what he's doing, uh, I don't think that'll be good for him. Um, it's a very interesting dynamic to try. And, and I'm a little surprised that they, that they, that they, that, 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 that the judge would, wouldn't entertain that, that opportunity, even though it would be done illegally. Because we, one thing we do know about this show is that a lot of the law enforcement people, such as Greg and Angela, they go above and beyond to do stuff, no matter it, no matter how dangerous or dirty it is. So I, I was surprised that the judge didn't say, "Well, you know, yeah, I think maybe we can use that evidence." But he said, "No, I don't want to have nothing to do with that." That was very interesting because you know I guess they wanted to show that the way the system is, you know, some stuff does happen, other stuff doesn't happen. So it, it ain't all. A situation where everyone would do whatever they have to do to, to to actually get over, which is which is interesting in and of itself. But I think that character is, you know, and that he knows a lot of information. He has access to files. I'm just saying, if the wrong people get a hold of that information, something could happen to that character. Uh, so I'll be very curious to see what happens with that whole dynamic. But uh, it's, it's 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 interesting to see him resurface again. I figured maybe he would resurface again because he knew about Greg and, you know, this is the only person that really is fighting for Greg. You know, Angela, she is conflicted now. She wants to fight for Greg, but she still is, you know, trying to convince herself Jamie is a horrible person. He killed Greg. So, but she has a lot of issues, whereas this character is 100%. He doesn't care about Angela. You know, maybe he will work with her in some capacity, but he just wants to to clear Greg. So... Mm -hmm. We have to see how that happens, but uh, he's yeah. a very, very vulnerable situation right now, I would say. He needs to be very careful who he talks to and who he decides to trust. Yeah, I completely agree. He's staying alive right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what was that? Say that again. Angela should worry about just staying alive right now. <laughs> I, mean, I, I really wish uh, Daniel was involved in the show because, like, you know, every character would be, uh, <laughs> would be getting mucked. Uh, was you going to say something no, else? Yes, the, the fact that it was a hypothetical, I don't exactly. It, it leaves a lot of point, a lot of things to even wonder if they're going to actually go through with this. It could just be something that they're thinking that he's thinking about. It doesn't really have to come into play. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Was yeah, so we, you know, not everything should be taken at verbatim. Everything could just be a thought and idea. It could actually happen right now or something down the line. But I honestly, I don't even view this as being a threat. I just view this as, you know, I had that one thought. How do you guys feel about that? And then you, you know, you it's not something that you focus on right away because to actually clear his name and then to worry about your own self because, like you said, other people can get a whiff of what's going on and then you're going to be dead too just so i'm not even taking it seriously i just take it as a passing conversation yeah i mean i don't know man like because he's he's definitely playing a dangerous game and if he does have evidence that you know um incriminates you know jamie tommy and he clearly has some sort of files on sandoval as well so um, 
he's in a dangerous place if he does have you know evidence on these characters and if he can piece together what really happened with the murder as well um a lot of characters will want to get to him um and he has a lot of things of value as well if he has all these files and stuff and all this evidence so i think it's going to be significant somehow in what way i'm not sure but yeah I, i feel like it has some significance but he has too much evidence and when you have too much of something right now and you you hold the cards to everybody and you know everything that's really going on you're a threat so he could have that that evidence but he can easily be taken out because of that evidence there could easily be a mole that's in the court i don't know just another theory and uh, that could know about the conversation and he's you know being taken out and that inner evidence is going to be destroyed Oh, we already know there's a mole in the court because um, remember Proctor, um, he had that dude that uh, yeah. told him what was going on. So, so you you got that? You can't have hypothetical conversations and you have evidence about everybody. It's not gonna work out. It's not even smart to even bring up. I would just present everything, but don't hypotheticalize anything at all. Yeah. So he's dead too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's dead um yeah so i mean like the, those are the main points i wanted to bring up from the episode um but if you guys have any um important points that you want to bring up as well let it be known rich you got anything uh i may have something but i'm gonna let dana go first if dana has something okay dana you got anything for me no, right now everything just seems to be a waiting game and a lot of different theories that I have no idea if they're even going to come true. But I am still looking forward to the next episode and seeing how that pans out. I I hope there not every episode is as fast as it is previously. I hope everything is paced out and it takes its time. So, we'll see, but so far I'm still pleased. Awesome. Also, there also seems to be one little thing that I'm a little bit worried about. There's too many things going on at the same time. So, I wish that everything could be fleshed out or maybe, you know, not necessarily tossed aside, but just fleshed out more because there's a lot of different plot points and a lot of different storylines. Yeah, it, it, it really does. It's really starting to remind me of The Wire more and more each yeah, season but, because... But, but, the difference though with the wire was that it was able to take a whole season and focus on something different while slowly incorporating yeah. different things and but this just seems to be everything is coming at you all at once yeah so, but the thing with the wire and why i think it's similar is because in the wire it's like every single scene in that show was significant and it, it meant something to a plot point like and this is it, it's not this isn't as complex like and as in-depth as the wire but like it's starting to you know get to that level for me where like it seems like everything that's happening in each scene has some significance to the outcome so yeah um it is and like you said yeah it is starting to be a lot because now we have a lot of new characters this season as well and uh, we don't know the significance that they're gonna play so yeah, it is starting to be slightly overwhelming, but I'm still enjoying it. It's still fun to watch, so I can't complain too much right now. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead, Rich. Yeah, very good points. 
so I, I just want to give a quick shout out to Millie Mac 91 because he commented last week and he had brought up a point that I wanted to ask you guys about very quickly. You know, we, we kept having this discussion about we think that Tariq should be disciplined. And I know I had made a comment on YouTube that says Sandoval and Tariq both need to have their asses whooped. Well, he responded to that. And he said, no, Ghost needs to find out that Sandoval is the mole so he can use him to protect Tommy and himself from law enforcement. Sandoval is better as an asset to them instead of as a prisoner. So I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about that because that's a very uh, interesting point. I just wanted to get what your what what, you, what your opinions are on that particular topic. Um, yeah, shouts to Nelly Mac for that. That's a very interesting point, and you know it that could definitely it's definitely valid somewhat, but. My theory on that, like my thinking on, on that is that that's only a possibility once Jamie gets out. And, you know, if uh, it depend, it all depends on if Sandoval is discovered before Jamie gets out. Like, because if, you know, once Sandoval's discovered, that's it. Like he he's done. He's not, you know, going to be part of law enforcement anymore. So if and Sandoval getting discovered might be crucial to Jamie getting out in the first place. So it all depends on how that plays out. Because um, if Jamie somehow manages to get out without Sandoval being exposed, then and and you know Jamie discovers that it was Sandoval, then yeah, I can see that happening. Because then they can blackmail him and use him. Um, but you know, I feel like. Sandoval getting exposed is crucial to Jamie getting out and I feel like Jamie doesn't really have any leg room to blackmail Sandoval while he's in prison so that's my only thinking with that but uh, point. what are your thoughts? That, yeah that's, that's a good point as well it's a big if and I don't I like the theory, I like the idea, but I don't think that it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it could definitely, like, I would like to see that play out. Like, I, that is something I would like to see. Like, I would like to see Sandoval in that position where he's getting used by Jamie and, and Tommy. But I just, in this scenario, it seems like Sandoval has to take a fall um, for Jamie to get out. So I'm not sure how, how that's going to work. Unless Tommy gets to him, you know, without Jamie, like maybe that can happen. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's my only thinking with it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, appreciate the comment. Uh, anything could happen. You know, this is the season of unpredictable stuff. Although there will be some stuff that we probably will figure out, but uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, so, so far another another good episode. I, I, I don't know if I would say it was better than the last two episodes, but I feel like it is building to uh, a better storyline. And I think that the next couple episodes could be very, very interesting. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, um, that's it for now. We'll definitely be back next week. You guys, you can um, subscribe to the show on iTunes if you like your podcast delivered to your phone. You know, you can find us on iTunes and on the podcast app. 
There's also an RSS feed. I'll put all those links in the, the YouTube description and the post on the actual website. So definitely check that out and make sure you check out all of our other content at thecoalition.com as well. We have a lot of entertainment stuff happening thanks to Dana. So be sure to, you know, take a look at the site and see if there's anything else you like on there. Uh, but yeah, for now, um, that's it. We're out. See ya. See you next week.